Hey, it's Bethany here with Dialed In. I'm so happy that you're listening today. Before we hop into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a new resource for this new decade. It is the Action Takers Resource Guide. So I know from experience that it can be so hard to know where to start. When you're thinking about making a change in your life, you know it's going to be uncomfortable and you know that it's going to take some time and dedication. And sometimes there's just so much information out there that it's hard to narrow down and choose a focus. So I've done that for you. In this resource guide, there's a complete list of all different kinds of things and ways for you to start. So here's how I want you to use this. Go to my website, bethanyklim.com. Simply enter your name and email. You get an immediate download of this resource. You can print it out. You can have it on your computer. But it takes you through all different steps to get to know yourself better. There's a list of podcasts that you can get plugged into. There are a huge amount of books here that you can start reading to help change your life. And there's even tools that can help you stay organized, among other things. Now, just pick one area. Just simply pick one area that appeals to you that you think, you know what, I could work this in to my daily routine, or I could work this into my routine two or three days a week. Pick one, get started. I'd love to hear how it goes. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you like the resource. And I can't wait to see how this year is amazing for you. All right, we'll get to the episode. Until next time, take action, live big, and enjoy Dialed In. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dialed In. This is Bethany, and I'm here today with Kim Meyer, and we're talking about her big life. Now, Kim is a wife and mom of two, and she lives in Iowa. In, in Iowa, she helps other women build their confidence and improve their health. She believes in order to live your best life, you need to move your body often, fuel it with good food, and have faith that God has your back. Kim runs a virtual boot camp where she helps women get active and improve their nutrition. And she also has a team where she helps women build businesses with their self-care habits too. She's a former school administrator and now is a stay-at-home mom and loves every bit of it. She hosts the podcast, Choose to Rise, and we're thrilled to have her on Dialed In today. Welcome, Kim. Hello, welcome, welcome. I'm so, I'm excited to be here with you today on Dialed In. I've been listening um, to some of your podcasts lately too after I found out about them and I am uplifted by them always. So thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So since you've listened to other episodes, you know they kind of take on a life of their own. So the overarching theme of everything that I do is being dialed into, into who you are and your purpose and your passions and living that full out, not playing small. And I asked you to come on the podcast because, well, you're doing that. Um, you're doing that. And everybody's version of that is very different. And, and I, so I just thought it'd be fun to kind of share your story. Um, mm -hmm and how you stepped out into what I would call living big and knowing your purpose and knowing your gifts and maybe even some of your struggles 
along the way. So I'll stop talking <laughs> so you can share. All right. Well, um, like you said, my name is Ken Meyer. Um, I live here in Iowa. Um, I was a former school administrator. Um, I worked my way all the way up that ladder. Um, I threw personal development on for about five years now. Um, I'll kind of take you back to that point. Um, through all that, all that, um, I figured out that I wasn't living my best life. Um, trying to climb the corporate ladder, for lack of a better word. I mean, school is kind of corporate. Mm -hmm. um, but I, from a long time, even little, I wanted to help people. I wanted to, um, I love being active, all those things. But then I got into teaching because I wanted to give back to the kids, mm -hmm. um, just like my teachers had done for me. And so I started as a first grade teacher and moved to fourth grade and eventually moved into ELP and technology. I kind of love tech and like those kinds <laughs> of things and incorporating that into my classroom. And then from there, I kind of launched into a school admin job and it just seemed like I was moving up the ladder. I was doing what I was supposed to, right? Like I got married, I had kids and I was had a great job, but I just felt kind of unfulfilled and, you know, kind of running the rat race of life. Um, and kind of really let myself fall into the back burner in all ways. If I, if I made the list of, of to do things at all that day, because I was always taking care of other people and always trying to be the best, do the best for everyone else around me. So um, I kind of came to a, a headwind of like, something's got to give. Wow. And I knew it couldn't be me anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I started finding I needed something different and so I started working on myself I started digging into personal development getting stronger in my faith um, really started to like I kind of talked about you talked about the beginning of like moving my body more starting eating better foods really taking care of me first on my list mm -hmm. and then that kind of just has all evolved into you know doing it as a full-time business and really helping if I could feel this good and I could get myself out of that hole, then I felt like I could help other people do the same. So that's kind of where I jumped in and said, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, yeah. Wow. That's good. So when you, when you think back to where you were, what was your, what was your breaking point? Was it one thing that happened and you were like, all right, this is enough. Or was it a bunch of things that just kind of led up to it? There were kind of a lot of things that kind of just snowballed into the final decision. Um, but there was, I do remember there being kind of that one point where I was just like, I was always sick or I was always felt like I was kept like, felt like I was always going to the chiropractor or I was always mm. going to the doctor or I was just always run down. And I would remember like just laying on the couch and like watching my kids play or they would want to engage with me and I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm too tired. Or no, I wasn't too tired. It was, no, I have to do this first. Mm -hmm. And I'd have my school laptop sitting on my lap and I'd be doing that instead of being with my kids. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I don't doing it this way. So I had to, I had to rearrange life a little bit and take myself and, and my family at, to be the top of the priority list. And then when you kind of make that switch, mm -hmm. then other priorities fall into place. And, you know, then you kind of figure out like, this is, is this really what I want to be doing? <laughs> and then um, kind of go from there. So uh, kind of the big leap though, from school administration into what I'm doing now, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I kind of said, like I've been doing this kind of thing for about five years, all in for the last two. Um, but I was standing in the in our kitchen, 
washing dishes or getting something ready in the morning. And my husband is a big personal development guy too. Um, he kind of picked that habit up for me. And so <laughs> he oftentimes walks around the house in the morning with his phone in his pocket playing like Brendan Burchard or, mm -hmm. um, you know, Lewis Howes or, you know, other you know, John Maxwell, people in his, you know, in his, on his phone, they're playing. And uh, he just kind of the top of our stairs and like looked down at me in the kitchen and was like, how can you not take the leap listening to what you listen to? And I was oh. like, I remember standing there going, uh, um, uh, <laughs> because like I, I really hadn't just even thought about taking that final leap because I was concerned about would we make it? <laughs> like, right. it okay, like right. two full-time jobs to, to be, to make it and with two kids and a mortgage and all the things and, and the kind of lifestyle that we were living. And he was like, I just don't know how you can stay doing what you're doing with what you listen to every day. And I was like, okay. And that kind of just set the, the balls in motion and the wheels turned and here we are. <laughs> That's a big deal. So a lot of times when I'm working with my coaching clients, I find that one of them is further ahead, like in their personal development. And, and sometimes they're dragging the other person along willingly. And other times it's like butting heads. And um, it sounds like your husband loved you along. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like he encouraged you along. And, and that takes a really um, high level of awareness to be able to know exactly what to say to someone that you love that's not it's not going to put them on guard or or make them yeah. terrible, right? I, I, that's pretty amazing. He's always been super supportive of what I want to do and what I kind of, what my passion, he kind of also knows I'm a little stubborn and I'm probably gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this was a big thing and I and I had talked about like wanting to, to leave that job, but I didn't really have the, the belief in myself, I guess, to go do it until I knew I had his belief behind me as well. So it was a big step, um, but we've kind of, we've gotten back to matching what we we lost, quote, unquote, um, with that contract um, and that security, I guess it's usually just a security blanket more than anything because nothing's right. guaranteed in life. Right. But yeah, it was, I mean, I just gone back and got my administrative license and gone through two and a half years of school to like kind of maintain what I had mm -hmm. um, if anything ever would have shifted in life and so that security blanket was there and then I was like yeah okay I'm gonna graduate from that and then not continue <laughs> but <laughs> everything's in a learning experience and right. definitely the thing I learned there has you know moved on with me but yeah it's been, it's been really good yeah that's that's an incredible and inspiring story I love it I think you hit on something really important and it's like borrowing somebody else's belief. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. There's a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to do in my life if I didn't have someone that believed in me a little more than I believed in myself at times. And um, we all need those people in our lives that see the best in us or see our capabilities or our potential and don't let us forget it. That, that's a big deal. Yeah. 
for sure. And then also like just having examples in front of you mm -hmm. of other women or other people in your area that have done the same kind of thing. And um, I remember watching you, I mean, we kind of were in the same circle for a little while mm -hmm. <laughs> here in the space in Iowa. And, um, and I remember watching you go for it. And I was like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. You know? <laughs> or like seeing other women, you know, in our community or other women, you know, in my, in my, my business, go for big things I was like you know if they can do it I can do it right. and when you kind of you kind of surround yourself with people kind of the same this the the quote rising tides raids all ships yes you yes. know and you can get yourself in the harbor where the water's going up and you're surrounding yourself with people that are going places you can do anything right that you mind to so yeah so thank you for you know you didn't know this for a long time but thank you for being one of those people that went for it and you know gave me the permission to go for it too so wow i'm humbled by that thank you i'm i'm honored to even have played a small part in in um where you're at so that's pretty cool um i think that the power of the people that you surround yourself with is definitely worth spending some time on here um in in my journey I didn't even realize I was surrounded by toxicity and, until I met a few people that weren't that. Yes. Like, I just was in a groove of complaining and gossiping and looking at negative things and well, really just doing the same things that everybody else around me was doing but not knowing there could be anything different. Oh yeah, totally. And so when I started to work on myself, um, things started to change and I started to see things that I wasn't aware of before, see blind spots. And um, I'm gonna ask you in a minute how you started to seek out those people, but I'll, I'll share what I did and then I'll ask you. Um, I, had so, I had a mentor encourage me to just think about who was maybe a few steps ahead of me that I was uncomfortable with reaching out to, but not so uncomfortable that I wouldn't do it. And then just, text or email or phone call and ask them to meet for coffee or a 10 minute connection phone call or something and tell them why because i admire xyz because i see you doing xyz because whatever and um i did that intentionally for about six months and it was a game changer for my life um and people are not going to typically say no unless they just have a over scheduled you know day or, or month or whatever um when especially when you tell them why <laughs> i want to meet yeah. with you because you're amazing uh no get away from me like no one's people don't say that typically um you know when they know that you don't want anything from them you're you're, you're just wanting to connect because like you said when when all the the ships in the harbor when that water rises all the ships rise right so how how did you do that or maybe you were always surrounded by those people maybe i'm assuming something i shouldn't assume oh i definitely was not always surrounded by those people i um you know coming from education there's always that teacher's lounge <laughs> uh, and the and really there's a teacher's lounge in life i mean it doesn't matter what what career you choose there's always that water cooler the teacher's lounge that that group of people that you know are always kind of that crab mentality of always bringing people down and never helping them push out but um, I would say that the, the lifestyle that I started to work on, the, the group of people that I joined for my accountability and my fitness and my nutrition, 
were those people. They were the people that I connected with that wanted me to do well, that wanted me to, to grow and, um, and, and opened the doors for people that were um, humans that could help me, you know, be better and encourage me and support me, but also opened the door to like virtual mentors, like podcasts and books and like people that I would never meet in my life, right. but yet, or maybe, maybe yet, maybe not <laughs> meet in life, but also, people that you know I can have for free in my back pocket like your podcast or my podcast now or you know Brendan Burchard or Tony Robbins Rachel Hollis like all these people that I may not have like personal connections with that I can't just pick up the phone call but I can turn them on and listen to them or pick up a book and you know get in and get involved that way um so I, I had people in my life that were encouraging me to do those things but then I also kind of my business surrounds me with people that are always dreaming bigger, that are always going for more. Um, and those are the people that I can lean in on when life does get hard. Like um, I recently got some news about a family member that health-wise it isn't the hottest. Um, not something we haven't been through before, but just something that wasn't so great. And so she didn't want me to share with anyone. So I'm kind of telling a lot of people, but, <laughs> but, um, but in the same time, like the first people that I did tell were those, that core group of people that I know will lift me up and support me and pray for us more than, you know, anything else and genuinely mean it. Like when they say they're praying for me, I know that they like put the phone down and said a prayer for us. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, just whenever you can find those people is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that you mentioned they don't have to be actual people that you're talking to on the phone, but like, yeah. yes, like Bo Brene Brown has been a huge one for me. Jenny Allen for like my faith growth has been a huge, I mean, her book like wrecked me, her book Restless like wrecked me in the best way. And, um, and it actually, because of books and the podcasts and being able to reach people that I wouldn't be able to reach face to face, I put together a resource for other people because I know how overwhelming it is when you're like, okay, I recognize that my life isn't where I want it to be, but I have no idea where to start. And if you Google search personal growth, oh, it's holy be cow, right? <laughs> where do you, how do you even know where to begin? And so um, I put together a resource for that. And as you were talking, I just got an idea for it because I need, I need to go back to that resource and segment it into like your five main life areas. And then I would like have you, you know, under like health and wellness, right? I'd have you and your podcast under that. And I could segment it, you know, faith and spirituality and, and, um, and yeah, build up the resources that way. But I, I think anything that we can give to people as they're starting on a journey so it's not so overwhelming is, is so helpful. I mean, I had those people that I met with I would ask them their growth story, basically, how they got to where they were. And in the process, I would always get takeaways. Like I read this book, you know, I listened to this, whatever, this video series on Netflix, um, you know, what, whatever. Uh, and, and so there's so much that we can learn from watching other people's journeys. I love that. And I love how accessible it is today. Yes. It's, yeah, I mean, anything with a, a free app on your iPhone or a free app on your phone. Right or YouTube or Netflix or the library. I mean, you can get so much at your fingertips. Um, I am not necessarily like a sit down with the book kind of girl. Um, I can't, I can't sit still that long. Um, but, um, 
I am an Audible subscriber. And so like any good book I get on my Audible and while I'm walking my dog or I'm doing whatever I'm seeing around the house, I, I listen mm -hmm. in. Um, and it's so good. This book, um, this physical book was given to me um, by a friend here in town, a secret sister. She sent it to me in the mail and I figured out who she was, but um, <laughs> my detective skills. But uh, Jen Wilkins book, um, Women of the Word was super, super powerful for when I was really digging into my faith. And it's um, how to study the Bible with your heart and your mind. Mm. It was super helpful. And then I've been taking this journey class at church. Um, we go to Orchard Hill, um, in um, Cedar Falls, Iowa here, and if everything online, you can resource their stuff there too, but we're taking this journey class and it's been really powerful too. And really kind of like that last missing piece, I feel like for my puzzle of life, um, you know, I've had, I've worked on my mindset. I've worked on my physical, I've worked on, you know, nutrition and, and friendships and relationships, but like that last relationship was kind of there, but not solid. I mean, I mean, it was there, but like, you know, and so really getting it back into like my faith journey and really strengthening that. Um, and as you get to know more him, you get to know yourself more and as you get to know yourself, you get to know him more. Like it's just been, it's been really good. So what was the name of the church again? Orchard Hill Church in Cedar Falls. You can go to um, orchardhillchurch.org and all of their messages and all of their content is on their website. We're in a really great um, series right now. Um, the last one was about community and really being a part of community with Christ and, and with each other and all of it. It's all really good stuff. It sounds good. Hmm. Don't mind me, I'm just taking notes here. <laughs> <laughs> so Kim, if you, um, if you were speaking to someone that was just brand new, like, huh, I don't know, I don't know really what this living big is all about or where do I start? What would you tell them to do? How would you tell them to start? I would say find uh, a book, a resource. Um, one of the books, first books that I started with was, um, first was A Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, I would say start somewhere, I guess is really kind of my advice. Um, find somebody that speaks to you, whether it's a short podcast that you can plug into or a book that you can sit down with or a friend, a mentor um, that you can connect with and just start, start having the conversation, start putting yourself on the first on the priority list. Um, when I created my morning routine around me, um, it helped so much. So instead of getting out of bed and thinking the first thing of like, what are the kids gonna eat? How am I gonna pack my lunch? What is, you know, where, where's the laundry? <laughs> like instead of those kinds of things being the first things, but the, when I first started waking up and the first thoughts in my mind were of gratitude and then getting into um, my scripture with Bible reading and or my devotion and getting a workout in right away, when those were the first things that were part of my day, the rest of it all fell into place. I had more energy. I had more mental capacity. I had just more of me to give to others mm -hmm. when I took care of me first. So I guess my first my first bit of advice would just be start somewhere and put yourself first on the list. All right. I like it. Tell us what your morning routine is like. Oh, I, um, my, my alarm goes off at five. Wow. And, uh, the first, the first thing I do is I have my AirPods sitting right next to my bed. And the first thing I do is pop them in and listen to a podcast called quote of the day. Um, it happens every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, he always has great speakers that are 
of great content, um, short podcasts. And so I listen to him while I'm walking around the house, um, you know, the bathroom, getting um, things ready for my workout or whatever, getting my Bible together. And then after that podcast, I'm kind of sat down on my desk. Then I get out my um, scripture or my, either my scripture or my devotion or um, the book club that we're doing as a team. And I just sit in here in the morning and write out my affirmations or journal, that kind of stuff. And then about 5.30, 5.45-ish, my husband starts wrestling around in bed and he gets up and um, then we go downstairs and work out in the morning. And I do my social media posts and whatever I'm gonna do for business kinds of stuff and share in my accountability group. And then the kids are awake and then we kind of run off to the day of school. So that's kind of the first, that's about till about 7 a.m. So those first two hours are all about me and taking care of me. And then the rest of the day just goes so much better. Mm -hmm. I found the same thing. I think setting a tone and thinking about, I say this a lot, but thinking about what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. So for many people, for many of us, and I was like this too, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you think of is all the negative and all the stress, all the things you have to do. You know, we get a choice in that. We can choose to think differently. We can choose to have gratitude and lay there in bed when you're kind of in that state of half awake, half asleep, and think about all the amazing things that you're grateful for, and then all the things in your life that you're looking forward to, mm-hmm. and, and, and practice that. I, 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 I can't tell you how much that shifts my, my days. Like you said, Kim, oh, yeah. start off with gratitude. It, it's incredible. Yeah, and the days that I, you know, turn my phone over and open up my Facebook app or my Instagram first, never go well. (laughs) So that's why I keep my headphones right next to my bed. So that is the first thing I do if I'm getting to my phone at all, it's to turn off my alarm and to open my podcast app. Mm -hmm. Because those first 10 minutes of your morning dictate the rest of the 24 or 23 hours and 50 minutes. You know, like everything that you're going to do in your day starts with those first few minutes. And yeah, it's so powerful to start your morning on a happy foot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the whole um, like garbage in, garbage out ah. thing. And, and uh, I'm not like coming down on anybody, whatever your routine is. But mm-hmm. for me, if like the first thing I did was wake up and be mad about all the things I had to do and feel stressed. And then on top of that, I turned on the news. Oh, Right. Well, it wrecks me. It wrecks my whole day. And it's interesting. In the last several years, we've stopped watching. Well, we really don't watch much TV at all. In fact, my husband just said to me, do we have to put TVs in these cabins that we're doing for our Airbnb property? And I'm like, well, I think so. I think we do, but not in every room, just one small TV. Like, I mean, because most people do watch TV they and, and, there, and there's nothing wrong with that but you know just because that's our preference not to watch TV doesn't mean that we should impose that on everybody else <laughs> but I will tell you that I have more time um, oh, and I, I choose my time better because I'm not involved in well in like ET entertainment tonight that was like something I used to like thrive on for what for what reason so I know what all the stars are doing like you guys, nobody talks about that on their deathbed. That's not important. Nobody tells me they're so glad they followed Michael Jackson for years. Okay, for some of you younger kids, hopefully you know who that is. But um, who I don't even know who's popular right now. Like I should name some type of YouTuber, but I can't think of anybody. So, um, 
Nobody's going to be thrilled that they spent years following every moment of Rachel Hollis's life, even though she's amazing and I'm a huge fan. But you know, there's there's lines there. So what you spend your time on is what you trade your life for. And then how you start your day is dictates really how you spend your day. So it all it all kind of goes hand in hand there. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we don't watch, I mean, we have the TVs on. I think my husband's just addicted to having it on. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's definitely not on in the morning. And when I'm here by myself all day, it's definitely not on. Um, we watch w no news hardly at all um, because it's the same negative stuff over and over. So why condition yourself with negative messaging when right. you don't have to? If you right. have to know it, it'll come to you, you know? Right. Right, and, and there's ways you can stay informed about and be like uh, intelligent on the happenings of the world without grounding mm -hmm. yourself in it too. Um, you know, my kids have kind of, maybe we watched more TV, we did when they were younger. I mean, sometimes let's be real, we like used it as a babysitter, okay? Absolutely, like, yeah. I'm that parent. But as they've gotten older, it affects them. Like um, if we're places and we have family that or friends that have the TV on with like shows where they're like killing people or the news and they're talking about murders and rapes and homicides and whatever. Like my kids are like, they want to talk through it. And yeah. it's not that, that they don't know those things happen, but then hearing about it over and over and over again or seeing it like reenacted on a TV show. And, and my kids are 13 and 15 and they're not, I wouldn't say they're sheltered. I mean, we've traveled all over the U.S. We've seen all kinds of things and all kinds of people. Um, but we've just chosen to kind of choose. That doesn't even make sense. We've chosen to kind of choose. Um, we've just made decisions that we feel are in alignment with living a positive life. And it doesn't mean that everything's rainbows and sunshine because it's not. And we have hardships and bad stuff happen all the time too. But we just choose not to spend our time focusing on that. Yeah, same. And you know, my kids are, are 10 and seven and they're definitely impacted by the things. Like we choose not to watch the news here, but sometimes it's on or, or like, we'll be watching PBS kids and then the news night comes on and they're like, even the unrest that's happening right now and you know, over in the Middle East, like my son gets concerned. Like, are they gonna, they gonna do something here? And we're like, right. Nope, <laughs> it's gonna be okay, and let's turn the channel because, and then we have, we talk about it for sure, right. yeah. you know. But like process through with them, but yeah, it's definitely something that they're concerned about, um, or they, and where your energy where your energy goes, more of it shows up there. You know what you focus on, right. you, you create more of. And so if you can focus, if you're gonna put all your time and energy focusing into the negative things, more negative things are gonna show up in your life. And so we just choose not to focus on those things. Right. And, you know, I, I do affirmations with my kids every single morning on their way to school. And um, we just try to build up positive thoughts in their head before they go into an environment where it may not be so positive, um, where they go into a, a place where they think that they may not be good enough. Like I want them to be empowered to think that they can do anything and everything is figure outable. And, you know, like, one of the things we say is when I struggle, I just keep trying because when I fail is when they learn. And you know, when it gets hard, I stay calm and figure it out because everything is figure outable. Like those are the, the last two things they yes. say before they get the car. I love it. Because they're surrounded with challenges all the time. Right. Challenges with personalities, challenges with new content, challenges with all kinds of things. And so there's, you're never going to be anywhere where anything's rainbows and sunshines, but if we can right. equip our kids to believe that they're enough and that they're capable 
they they'll get a lot farther absolutely absolutely it all starts in how you think and where right. that focus is like you said so um one of the first times i heard john maxwell speak in person he was telling a story about how one time he got off stage somewhere and this man was like walking up to him like you could tell he was determined and not amused and he walked up to john and he's like you know what is it with you like you just have this perfect life you don't have any trouble like nice to be you but the rest of us out here in the audience like we have stuff that happens like my wife has cancer and, and my sister-in-law just died and we have stuff that you know that happens and how come you don't have any of that and john's like you don't get it i have stuff that happens all the time i had a heart attack six months ago like but I just choose where my focus goes. Like, you know, I thought that you were dealt a hand of cards and that, and that if you just got a bad hand and you had a really crappy life, then that's just what you had to do is be the victim and have a crappy life. It took me until I was in my thirties to understand that you're choosing that. Like whether yeah. you have a good life or a bad life is up to you. I mean, look at Nelson Mandela being in prison and still maintaining, you know, a, a, a good attitude and, and not complaining about that, but using that to propel him forward. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, and and not, I don't even know if that's a fantastic example. And, I, and I'm not naive to how bad things happen. Like I've had some pretty bad things happen in my life too, but if I think about those all the time, I'm a miserable person and it doesn't do anything for the good of me or anybody around me. And I just don't think that's our best. I don't think that's God's best for us or whatever your belief system is, the universe, higher power, spirit, whatever. I don't think whatever your belief system is that that higher power designed you to be miserable. I don't think we're supposed to be here and be miserable. Right. And you know, yeah, crappy things are going to happen. Um, I have a really good friend um, who's also one of my mentors, um, Julianne Candia, um, who went through a miscarriage a couple years ago. And she always says like, time's going to pass anyway. I could lay in bed and be sad and be miserable and let it consume me. Or I could get up and feel the pain and feel the hurt and still do something to improve myself today. So she still got up and did her workout. She still got up and showed up for her team. She still got up and showed up on social media with a positive attitude because time was going to pass anyway. And it wasn't going to change the fact that, you know, she didn't have her baby anymore. And it wasn't going to change the fact that she couldn't still live a happy life. Like she still deals with some of those things, but she's choosing to do something different anyway. And, uh, um, she's strong, the strongest people I know, but because she showed up anyway and she she continues to move forward and it's yeah there's always going to be crappy things that happen in life we live in a broken world right but when we can choose differently and choose to connect to a higher power or a more positive mindset mm -hmm. definitely overcome those things yeah love is always greater than fear yes absolutely and i think i'm choosing what knowing that you have the ability to choose what you give power to yeah that that is that is a superpower i i'm working with um our local high school um basketball boys basketball team on cool. mindset and we met last night and um i showed them a video from brene brown on blame and i mean there were a few like remarks you know because 
boys are really cruel and they don't want to let on that anything touched them in any type of feelings right. the way. And I get that. And I'm like the touchy feely weird mom that's coming in, you know, but, um, but we talked a lot about giving power away and, um, and in order to, to know how to do that, you've got to be in touch with your feelings because otherwise you'll just give your power to your feelings. Like do your feelings have you or do you have your feelings? I mean, so many people just go through life floating from one feeling to the next. That's why there's road rage. <laughs> yeah. you know? And But the thing is, we all have the ability to control our feelings because like when the guy pulls out in front of you and you're driving, you don't ram your car into the back end of them even though you may feel like that. So if you can control your feelings there, guess what? You can do it in a hundred thousand other areas of your life too. Um, and, and so giving kids that superpower now, like that would have changed my life. Now, whether they take it or not, you know, that's up to them. But like, I'm trying, I'm trying to give them that, that, that knowledge that, you know, again, I didn't have until I was in my thirties. Right, yeah, planting those seeds early. So. Yeah. Right, just like the everything's figure outable. So, are you a Marie Forleo fan? I am a Marie Forleo fan. Okay. I love her. Okay. I listened to her book. Um, I followed some of her things on online, and um, our team's actually doing a book club on her her book. Um, I think next week or the, this coming up oh, week. Okay. Um, so, I'm part of several different teams, fitness and um, business teams. But um, one, the one book that one team is reading right now is called Girl Code. Maybe it's downstairs. Um, and then this next week, we're going to be doing um, a different group of us is going to be doing uh, her book. So I love, yeah, it's all good stuff. Anytime you can pour in more good things, it's, it's all good. Absolutely. Well, speaking of good things, Kim, tell listeners how they can find you. Oh, well, they can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, uh, Instagram is K-J-P-M-E-Y-E-R. Um, it's my kind of my main feed. Um, if you're going to go find me on Facebook, go to Choose to Rise Up. And um, you can also find me on web my website for the same way, choosetoriseup.com. And uh, my podcast is Choose to Rise. It comes out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And um, yeah, it's been really awesome to connect with my listeners and, and all those people that connect with me there. So I love connecting with people on social media. Perfect. Listeners, don't forget to seek out Kim. Stay connected with her and her great positive energy and all the things that she's contributing to this world of ours. Thank you, Kim for being on today. Um, I'm going to wrap up with some teaching points just like we do pretty much every time. And these are just some takeaways that stood out to me. You may have different ones, but if you have a pen and paper handy, um, this would be a great time to jot down some notes or in the notepad on your phone. Um, number one, surround yourself with people who look like your future. Number two, put yourself on the priority list. Number three, have a strong morning routine. And number four, choose what you give power to. I love it. Thank you so much for your time today, Kim. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you everyone for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until next time, take action, live big, and stay dialed in.